Hey, this is Afia Letham, creator of the Frame Your Day app, helping you walk out every day in victory. I'm proud to be a sponsor of Ramsey Unleash, going beyond borders. Hi, this is Zakia Ringgold from NaturalSoapByZakia.com, proud sponsors of the Ramsey Unleashed, going beyond borders podcast. Good evening and welcome to another edition to Ramsey on these Going Beyond Borders podcast. I have a guest and I'm going to find out exactly where she's from and what she does. We're talking about a lot of business stuff, like training, teaching this thing. Uh, we'll talk about her stuff on her website. She has literally a one-stop shop for everything you pretty much want to do. Uh, this proves that uh, it's almost like it's almost like when you go to fiverr.com and you kind of look at what you want to do it's like a list of stuff is brilliant there's so much this is literally a one-stop shop it's like a, a candy picking mix for business basically which is good so um but we're going to find out about that but i do my usual shout outs uh, to everybody who supports the show um and we're going to have a couple of music from randy o'neill uh, an artist uh in the artist of america and Aquila Firon, she's originally from England, but it's currently in Germany. So I'm gonna, she's going to send me a random tune. She didn't tell me what she was going to send me, but um, she's going to send me a tune and we'll play that later on. So just to add to the mix of what we're doing. So I'll dive, as I say, um, we're in here in Edinburgh, Scotland. We're week six of lockdown. We're hoping there's a light at the end of the tunnel soon. So I'm sure if you guys are listening, they maybe there's light at the end of the tunnel in where you're living because the moment it is crazy times and you're probably wondering when can I start planning things for 2020 whatever is going to be left of 2020 that's the big question but anyway let's get to my guest and welcome Carla Jenkins thanks for joining us on the podcast sure thank you for having me no thank you so how, how's your day going how's things where you are well in- I'm 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 in the United States I'm currently in the state of Ohio and that's my home state that's where I'm from and I'm back here in in Cleveland Ohio and things are kind of interesting because they're trying to start the phase process it was unexpected it just started yesterday and so in my state in Ohio, there's 12 million people. <laughs> and so they're doing it in phases. But I'm also like in Cleveland, the place where I believe the county which has the most outbreaks so of the coronavirus. But um, that's where I'm currently, where I'm from, where I'm currently at and what's currently happening. Okay, was it really, was it hit was your area hit quite hard with with the COVID nineteen? Well, it was it was more people in Cleveland for I feel these two reasons. One, the Cleveland airport is an international airport and it is the busiest airport in the state of Ohio. And then number two, we are also the fourth district of the Federal Reserve System. So you know, it's it's where you print the money. So I was reading over in China how they were trying to take the money away because of the dirt on the money. So the combination, I feel, of those two, plus we have a lot of people. third one is our population. So, yes, but uh, what I am I'm happy about is I do feel a lot of people here were practicing social distancing and um, wearing masks and being responsible. Was there many deaths in your area? 
Uh, it was the the most infections and the most deaths in, in Cleveland, and they call it Cuyahoga County, which is the overall county. So yes, it had the most. Wow, the uh, UK is coming up to twenty thousand. Uh, just over, but we're kind of. It's been a couple of last couple of days were low number, but we've had a slight rise again. But the question is, we don't know when it's. The thing they are looking to sort of relax things through time, but uh, it's meaning they want to see a complete further downward curve. Oh, yes. So we can actually start doing things. As much as it's frustrating for everybody to, you want to. I think we're all getting cabin fever. Just want to see this burst out and go right. Oh, and that, but I do. Think it, it will benefit us in the long term. It, it's going to hurt in the short term, right? For businesses and especially finance. Uh, but let's just hope. Uh, well, as I say, it's, <laughs> there's not too much of a, a mental health problem afterwards. If you know what I mean, because that can be the struggle with people being locked up and you can't really do right. real freedom. You've got freedom, but you haven't got freedom. So it can be a really tough one. So hopefully, there's not a, not a major knock-on effect to after that. So anyway, let's dive into. About you, you've kind of sure. you wanted to talk about you, you do a lot of stuff in business and project management. So, yes, what can you give us a bit of a background how you got into all this and how you sure, sure, it's good to find out about like obviously you didn't just I mean people learn in different ways through education, oh, through their absolutely. school, and what events. So, give us a bit of a background to your schooling and what your stages into how you eventually got the bug to start doing what you do now, sure. basically. Well, I I received my bachelor's in international economics from Hiram College. I received my master's of business administration from Cleveland State. And um, then I relocated to D.C. to work in my major as an economist for the federal government. And while I was there, I was selected to a uh, participate in a leadership development program where I had another colleague of mine who was at our home agency. And we were both economists. We finished the leadership development program. She went to the headquarters to work in detail and she got promoted. And so I asked her, well, how did that happen? And she talked about program analysis. Well, I just started researching it. And then that's when I stumbled upon project management and I I found an online class and my agency paid for the first one. But I um, after the first one, and it was like at the time it was online, it was like $99 for six, uh, six weeks. And ever since then, I just started paying for my own project management. Uh, and that was in April of 2010. So 10 years ago. So 10 years ago, I started in project management. I completed all of the classes. I didn't know that it was partnered through a, a university, the University of the District of Columbia. It had an online partnership. And I didn't know that the continuing education was looking at me completing all of them. I just wanted to have like as much knowledge as possible. So come 2011, I get an email that they wanted to give me um, an award for completing all of the project management classes. Wow. And immediately after that, for the continuing education, um, I went to 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 take my certified associate in project management. I took it in 2011 in August, the first time I failed it because I didn't understand how, what, what the simulation was teaching me wasn't what they were, uh, what they had in the system. And then it threw me off because mm -hmm. we were coming into, at the time, the project management body of knowledge, fourth edition. 
But the exam and how it was written was like more of the third edition. So I didn't understand it, that disconnect. So I felt it two weeks later on August 23rd, 2011, I passed it. But it was crazy, Frazier, on what happened. So I come back and I take the exam. And at the end of the exam, no lie, there's an earthquake, right? So there's an earthquake, but and it, it was crazy because um, I was, I'm, it was crazy because literally it was like the fire marshal and the axe was coming up the steps because whenever there's an earthquake, it's to the structure. So they send a fire department. It was the fire marshal coming up there with the axe um, because they wanted to make sure that the structure was sound and everything. But I was so far along in the test that the, I believe it's prometric at the time that they said I could stay and I passed the exam. But I remember you had people who were MCAT and when you do the MCAT, which is the medical um, aptitude test, you have to start at a certain time. And so now they had to, I believe they had to reset it, but it was crazy, but I passed it. And uh, the craziest part of it was the day I literally had to take off was the day that I was still working as an economist is that uh, they gave everybody an administrative day off <laughs> so because of the earthquake. However, that really helped me because eight months to the day I passed my certified associate project management, I received a promotion at another agency. So it really helped me. So that's where I started with project management. And when I went to that agency, I got another, um, I received my project management professional certification and then I received another promotion. So I just moved from that until when I moved into the private sector in 2016, I received my certified scrum and I received my certified scrum because I was in the private sector and I, I had my project management professional, but I was noticing it wasn't getting the same return on investment or I wasn't getting selected for as many opportunities to interview. And I started seeing like certified scrum master. Well, my first project was an IT installation. So I was already doing that, but what certification and receiving certified scrum master did for me is, is stop having to explain my experience. It like quantified all of my experience so for a certified scrum master, I, I think just before it wasn't scrum. I think I'm getting my echo in your speaker. That's okay. Yo, it's scrum, scrum uh, like scrum. rugby scrum. Rub, all right, but okay. Scrum. Yeah, but it's like agile hearing, scrum master. I was hearing my echo in your uh, in your speaker. No, so that's okay. That's, that's why I had to so that's good. So so the scrum master is like a rugby scrum. So is that, so explain that a bit. So it's like rugby. Well, sure. People or? know what a rugby scrum is. It's yes. scrum only for Azure or IT project management. Okay. And so it's a way of it's it originated in the information technology sector. Mm-hmm. And I self-financed that after tapping into my network on LinkedIn and I asked them about getting there. I'll ask other people who are certified scrum masters how they used it on their job. And they all said it was beneficial. I read the Jeff Sutherland book, Scrum Doing Twice as Much in Half the Time. And then I self-financed my Scrum Master um, workshop because before coronavirus, you had to physically sit and be in a physical workshop and to pass the exam. So I passed it but it really um, opened up um, the number of opportunities that I had because 
I had two life cycles. So project management professional is the predictive or waterfall life cycle, even though it does now have agile adaptive considerations in the book. And then certified scrum master is agile or scrum life cycle. So now having two project management life cycles that qualify me for more opportunities. So this was all in the um, year of basically right about 2010 onwards, just the last first few years of that, the decade. Yes. Yes. I started that. I received my certified Scrum Master in March 2016. Wow. So in in that, you sound like you've talked about the, you sound you studied quite a lot in those six years before you become to sort of now. Yes. So what are the things that you, you obviously you've done your scrum master, you've done your project, your, your economist economy, uh, go into a bit more depth into things of that, that, that sort of period of time in your life. So people could just understand sure. more about what you do sure. uh, for, sure. for the, for the kind of novice like me who may not sure. understand. I think, and, sure. Right, and I'll, I'll give it to you. At the time I was living in DC mm-hmm. and DC, even right now is one of the costliest cities to live in in the United States and giving my certified scrum, not certified, not just certified scrum, getting my cap M or my certified, associate in project management was huge because there is a very big difference in DC between being GS 11 because I was at the time as an economist, I was in the pay band system and with the government, a pay band will, as it pertains to um, three is GS 11 and 12. And so to go from GS 11 or being in pay band three to pay band four, which is GS 13, 14, which is where I got the promotion. That was a huge difference in lifestyle difference, the ability to save money that really accelerated my ability to get more certifications because I had more of a financial cushion. So even in times like right now um, with in the United States, as of this week right now, there's 26.5 million unemployed people right now. And I learned that during this time, this challenging time, project management is still a top five job because now you have to take all the people who went from sitting in their office offline to online. And now they need project managers to manage the online work that they're currently doing, managing their workforce through the Zoom, Slack, Asana, all of the things that they're now using and getting accustomed to. Uh, they need project managers for that. So um, that's something I would also say. In addition to that, I also, continuing on in 2017, I was part of the workforce development program. So here in the United States, as I mentioned, there's a lot of unemployed people, but you also have within the labor or the workforce office on the other side, you have workforce development where they give you the training that you would need to upskill or reskill and and land a job um, through employment specialists or training specialists. So uh, while I was in DC in 2017, I used workforce development training money to obtain my idol, which is IT Infrastructure Library, uh, version three foundation. And that helped me land all of the successful opportunities that I have. As of right now, I'm able to teach idol four, which is the new one that will replace idol three. But I wanted to also share that part of my story because I wanted people to know of, of the resources that are out there as of this time right now. So 
I'm here. I'm back in Cleveland. I'm going through Ohio Means Jobs, which is a, a workforce development here. And that's something I wanted to point out. Um, I have on my YouTube an adventures and workforce development playlist where I talk about my experience and the decisions I made and what the process would be like if you do choose to uh, take federal training money for workforce development to upgrade your skill or to learn a new career. Cool. Oh, did you come back to you? We'll talk a bit more in what Carla's talking about. And um, obviously, I'm a complete novice. <laughs> is, is like a brain, like a sponge, it is absorbing yes. because he's absorbing so much. I'm right. thinking, right, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, Grums, this is, this is interesting, but blowing me away. And I'm sure I can learn a lot yeah. from this, this uh, especially in business, because it is uh, some people have got the academical skills or some got the practical skills. And then and so you've got the academic, and I'm more practical, and it's good to sort of have these kind of skills to uh, learn. But uh, but well, I got to shout out to some of the people who uh, support the show, and it's good to support people out there in the world. Uh, we've got um, the Frame Your Day app by Ifia Lethem, uh, who she's in Canada, so you can uh, dot com her website. Natural soap by Zakia is uh, Zakia Ringo, who's in Philadelphia. Looking for some natural soap in America, you can or other things as well, like lotions. Uh, also got myself, edmundusters.com. Um, we've also got John Drummond from Ideas Go Live. You're looking for websites. We also have the Gary Cook Report podcast who sponsors us, Eileen Smith from EileenSmith.com. I L E N E E E E N E, get it right. Uh, she does a lot of testing of podcasting equipment, live streaming platforms, and she's on YouTube as well. Uh, I'll show you to Benita Charles from BenitaCharlesMusic.com. You know, Benita Charles, who's an up singing singer from New York and also uh, does uh, like 60 second singing tips. Uh, for Humanities with Shannon Griffin and Patrick M. Voss, if you're looking for voiceovers uh, for DJ Drops commercials uh, in radio or podcasting, he can help you out there. So I'm going to shout out to all these people who support us and Altavis Pelzer, who is from the Speakeasy, hashtag Speakeasy Podcast. Uh, she'll be giving us an MP3 shortly um, to uh, DJ Drop uh, from her show as a bit of crossover supporting. Uh, so she does. she's also uh, the creator of the World Voice League on Facebook, with, uh, which has got mega, mega people in from all over the world, hence the World Voice League. But anyway, uh, we'll be playing um, an art, music upcoming artist, uh, Randy O'Neill, uh, one of her songs, which is called Sinners and Saints. We'll play that now. We'll come back in part two after the song. Um, and we'll be back with Carla. We'll get a bit more insight to her stuff, because looking at her website, it's a complete... It's a field of education and you can't go wrong if you want to buy or purchase you are not going to go far wrong and some good offers and good deals there and good education for improving your business and how to master certain things quite easily um, and hopefully it will improve what your your business going forward especially taking the time now to learn would be a good thing to due to uh, your while you got time in your hands but uh, but yeah but we're back after uh, Randy O'Neill's Sinners and Saints uh, when it comes to those for, for the I'm losing my, my teeth are not happening today. <laughs> but uh, for those we are using StreamYard, we're using live video again is for the audio because the audio purpose on StreamYard is very good for the podcast. So shout out to StreamYard and for their platform and the quality they offer. But uh, we're going to come back after the song with Randy O'Neill. I was knocking on heaven's door 
Welcome back to part two with my guest Carla Jenkins, who's in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, and we're just going to be been talking a bit about what she's been studying, this, this scrum and our economy, being an economist and project management. So we're going to let her continue just talking a bit more about it, because at the end of the day, we want you to educate. You're all, this is, I mean, we're kind of covering in sort of a little bit of the first five to six years. I did actually meet cross paths with Carla actually on a platform that a lot of people cross paths on is Blab basically and that's how I cross paths and we all kind of a lot of people can stay, stay connected um down the line and that's where it tends to be a good a lot of people are other apps like Meerkat and these are places that people hang out and just chatted and made connections and down the line we're still chatting still which is great and be able to help each other now as we're a lot older and in business and to support each other especially at this time is always good and hopefully going forward it'll just and we'll all be sort of flourishing in business again soon, especially come 2021. So, uh, but Carla, yeah, carry on with uh, what's your next? I mean, you've just covered your sort of economy, project sure. management, Scrum. What's next? What was the sort of next thing you want to sure. dissect? And sure, sure. Um, what I'm currently doing right now is I do certification teaching. So I teach project management professional um, certification, as well as the CAPM certified associate in project management, as well as Idle 4 Foundation. I mentioned earlier that I use workforce development to uh, pass the Idle 3, which will be phased out this summer. And I just this February um, 18th passed my Idle 4 Create, Deliver, and Support, which qualifies me to teach Idle 4. I always feel like when I'm teaching, I'm helping it pay it forward. And I think that's why when you look at my website, it has so much stuff that's regarding project management, IT service, and personal branding is because I wanted to be the resource and help pay it forward for what I feel I wasn't able to get. That's also why I talked about my ventures in workforce development, because right now you have a lot of people navigating a system that's foreign to them. And by doing that, it enabled um, it will help them like better navigate the system, know what questions to ask, know what to expect. And then when they have that information, then they can make, you know, ask better questions, get better results. And what I'm happy about is this week I learned that the I passed my um, tape test was a test for adult basic education that you have to take if you're enrolled in Ohio Means Jobs, um, received over 1,000 views on YouTube. And that's all the people who are interested in knowing how to do like pass this tape test so that they can get placed or they can qualify for training money. Wow. Well, tell us, um, I mean, have you got any examples of clients? You mean, you've, you obviously deal with clients and you and Sure. You know, some some of person. the people that I've worked with, that I partner with for training this great campus, they deal with um, project management professional. They deal with IDLE. They also deal with um, Amazon Web Services. I also did some work with SA Academy for project management professional. Um, and so I, I've worked with those two companies in delivering training. I've also worked with 3T Systems um, for Idle for Foundation, as well as I'm doing backup a little bit with project management uh, professionals. Uh, moreover, I'm also a mentor for women of um, project management, and that's a project management group uh, where I serve as a mentor to help more women 
enter into project management, work as project managers, and obtain their certification. I'm happy to say that ever since um, starting off, I believe in 2018, I was able to help someone pass the certified Scrum Master, as well as someone pass Idle 4 Foundation. And what I do like, and I mentioned this in my show, I do a show called Project Highs, which is a project management show that airs Monday through Fridays, 5.30 p.m. Eastern time on Periscope, YouTube Live, and Instagram Live. I answer questions uh, certification-related questions for project management in IDLE. So that's what I'm currently doing right now. I'm also still learning. So as a techie, um, I'm a very big in learning more about cloud computing, specifically Amazon Web Services cloud computing. So I mentioned before, I'm a native Clevelander, and we have NASA Glenn. So NASA in the United States is where you have like the the spaceships and the, the space shuttles and the launch. We have a branch here. We also, I believe, are number three or number four in the entire United States of producing the most astronauts. We have the right now the only senator, former Senator John Glenn, who was an astronaut and an Ohio um, senator. So technology is very big here in computer science. So it just goes into you know Amazon Web Services, and I'm doing that currently through Ohio Meets Jobs in the Workforce Development. But it's something I always did because I like technology. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna, can you with an example of the people you've taught uh, that you've helped mentor? Tell us an example with the, what the training they've received from you that's uh, become, uh, they've turned used that training in their own business to any uh, to to succeed. They've it's made, gone taken their business to another level through your training. Yes, I can give you an example of that. As soon as I pass. Um, and it, my training, even though I'm getting the training and doing the training now, I actually started training in 2011. As soon as I received my certified associate in project management, I helped one of my former colleagues that I worked with at the time when I was going from Cleveland State for her project management professional. And it enabled her to actually get a promotion and work as a project manager um, in her field. So she was able to get more money. The same with the other people that I've trained, uh, it, whether or not they got the certified Scrum Master, the Idle 4, or Project Management Professional, they are now getting more money and, and more recognition because of the certification that they have. So the Project Management Professional Certification is the gold standard of project management, and a lot of people want it. And I just want to be, a, through teaching, I want to be in a way of helping them realize and by paying it forward. So is your success rate uh, on your clients quite high? Have you got a, a, do they tend to find that they, with the one you've just, the example you've said, do you tend to find the more people you're teaching now, they're getting a higher success rate? Yes, yes. And I feel that because I understand it's not all about me. What I always do is request the uh, class roster and then I review what their backgrounds are on LinkedIn because I want my class and the examples to be relevant to what they were teaching. So as of right now, I made a decision, uh, not this class, but the, as soon as the coronavirus broke and we had the stay-at-home orders, I reconfigured, I changed the class. So usually... Um, to teaching, you know, human resource management, communication and stakeholder communication. You you know, right now we are in a crisis 
situation and you need to communicate. 90% of your job as a project manager is communicating specifically with stakeholders. And so now you're in a system, you're in a situation where the stakeholders have changed because you're probably moving from outside to inside. So now you have to learn Zoom or you have to learn something else. In addition, you may be uh, doing like a state order. So now the government in the form of your respective state is a stakeholder. And I wanted to use my class to help them navigate uh, through that so that when they do pass it or they could just immediately apply it on their jobs and to to make them better. So that's why I have a high success rate because of the fact that it's not about me. It's about learning the background of my students to make sure that they um, better understand the material and make sure that the information and the examples are relevant to their backgrounds. That's good. So, so basically putting uh, square pegs into square holes and yes. that kind of thing. That's just good. All of these will uh, we'll take a um, brief break. We'll bring in our, our, play our, our artist for the people who are listening in the audio section in the podcast with my slight mic technical issue, which I've sort, uh, sorted, which is... But uh, the good thing about podcasting, and it's like podcasting, it's good to hear different backgrounds. I, especially for me, Ramsey Unleashed Going Beyond Borders, it's not about me. As Carla says, it's not about her. She likes to help, wants to help people. I think it's good to have the kind of people that you use your skills and what you learnt, whether it's whether you're academic or not academic, is to, excuse me, is to basically learn and to pass what you know and your experiences on to others in some way the best you can. Any day, you can only take a horse, you can take a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. So, but that's the main aim for, I think, what I like to do is, and I like connecting people. And hopefully by the end of this, you will want to heard the mountain of stuff that she just literally reeled off uh, that she studied. Uh, and you might want to say, I want to connect with that. But then you'll also find out you go to her website, which I have looked, which is carlajenkins.com. Um, and we'll talk about, we'll have that in the show notes of the podcast. We're going to reel off, I'll go through some of the stuff that she has on our website and you can go to that and you can have a look, you sign up and you can do a course with her um, and basically in, to improve your business. Um, but yeah, so it's just, we're going to take a break. We'll play uh, the song that I'm going to get sent. Right? I'm, uh, I phoned her last minute. It's her, her name is Aquila, Aquila Firum. And she's going to send us a song and we'll play this in the audio. I like supporting independent artists as well with her music. Uh, it's good to wherever they are. And make connections hopefully they can make new music together and help go forward especially artists are not really having the opportunity to play in venues at the moment or where they'll be playing to promote their music because a lot of places are closed so it's not ideal but it's good to keep promoting their music and people might be able to buy it from itunes or amazon or whatever kind of thing so but we'll be back after a quick song Dreams really do come true 
running through your veins and you got the speed you got the speed the finishing line is not far from sight get yourself into place you were born for this race keep your eyes on the track feel your spirit come back the sky is the limit dreams really do come true To part three with my guest uh, Kath- Carla Jenkins. I don't see Catherine Jenkins there, but it's Carla Jenkins. <laughs> a slice Freudian slip, a uh, different person. Uh, um, Carla Jenkins from uh, in Cleveland, Ohio, uh, talking about a lot of project management and stuff she studied. Um, looking at this, we'll go, I mean, let's just go into the. You've obviously be a lot of mentoring. Um, I'm going to be. I'm going to pick some. I'm. A, I'm. I'm going to be a guinea pig here, right? Just to give me. Uh, this is probably the best option here because is. Um, I think you're, <laughs> I don't know if I'm just a sinking ship at the moment because I think you're. You're like like blown me away with all your knowledge. I'm going crumbs. <laughs> so, looking at the stuff you mean, you've got promote your personal brand. You've got uh, on your website. You've got intro to project management. How to become a, a PMP project management. How to make money. Make up, make bank by uh, branding. How to sw- how to like swat your competition? So how? I mean, give me. I'm just gonna give me a brief sure. insight to. Okay, how how would you? What would you suggest? I'm a cleaning company. A cleaning company is a saturated market uh, sure. in most places because a lot of cleaning companies and the competition is high. You've got prices. You people go in cheap. People go in relatively high. Um, how would you? What would you recommend on a See, just how do I knock out the competition, even though the stakes are high? 
Sure. Um, the two things I would recommend is um, SWAT away your competition, which SWAT stands for strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And it's applicable. It is a tool or technique you use in project management, but it's applicable across the board. And the webinar, it also comes with slides. Um, so it's a webinar and it teaches you how to do you know, the SWAT technique and apply it. Also, you mentioned making bank by branding you. Um, uh, I talk about a lot of times project managers and why they should be on social media, specifically LinkedIn, or I talk about my my show, Projectiles, which is a live stream show, like you have a live stream show on a podcast. And what separates you is that you're doing the work and you're putting yourself out there. So you're interviewing different people. You may not think that you know what you're doing is big, but what this current situation has taught has taught me um, is that because you're comfortable being online, because you have created your own opportunity, you know how to use the tools, you're you're up to date with the technology, and also you know how to brand yourself in person as well as online. And that's a capability that millions of people were forced to start learning due to this pandemic that you already have. So you being able to have a cleaning company and a, a live stream show, uh, what I would uh, do is that you can, I mean, cleaning is going to be huge. As soon as everything opens up, everybody's going to want their stuff clean. So the fact that you have an, a podcast or uh, an avenue in a lane to communicate that, you can take the current talent that you have right now from podcasting and do audio podcasts about, you know, D say DIY, like DIY cleaning, like so you're inside the house, like five steps or five reasons um, to DIY. Or um, if you can't get the industrial products right now, you know, what can you do, say, with baking soda or what that have you? And by putting in like a format like that or just doing like a one minute tip, I did um, project management tip. Uh, where I would put on social media just like uh, a video almost every all the work day from Monday through Friday is for one minute just talking about one project management tip. So just applying it to your cleaning company just by doing it like one minute or five reasons uh, what you can use like to self-clean a DIY since you can't go out. That would be a very big boon for your your cleaning company, there's a like beauticians and, and hairstylists, they can't do work right now, but they're doing like online uh, Zoom meetings or online classes. And that's how they're getting money. So applying it to you and your situation with cleaning, just saying, you know, five ways to DIY something, or this is what you can do right now. You would be building clientele even the door and you're shut down. And so because they've seen you and they recognized you uh, when things do open back up in the United Kingdom, you would be top of mind and they would come and your business would be growing. So that's a, that's an example of making brand while branding yourself. Well, let's, let's see what else you can uh, mention. Just out of curiosity. Uh, you have, what's, okay, let's, this sounds quite interesting. The dirty little the dirty little secret about the affiliate marketing because affiliate marketing can be quite popular. But how do you kind of with, with affiliate marketing? How do you what's this 
well, not giving us the, all of it. Sure. You want, you want people to buy your course. Sure, sure. <laughs> What's the, that little key little bit to get people yeah, to? Yeah, no, that. Well, for affiliate marketing, it, it can be good and bad, but it's, it's how you approach it. So that product would teach you how you go about approaching um putting uh, affiliate marketing for your brand because there's not one size fits all, whether or not you're online or you go on Pinterest or you do any type of searching in every blogger or content creator that you're talking about and talk about affiliate marketing. And so that product talks about how you should go about it for your brand. And actually that would be timely specifically if you've been reading about social media and seeing how a lot of influencers aren't making the money that they're making because a lot of the money they were getting were from outside events and that all shut down. So there's some that are doing well, some that aren't doing well. And um, affiliate marketing would be a way of helping people um, make better decisions regarding that avenue of making money. So basically, you recommend uh, you recommend basically the people who target affiliate market uh, affiliate marketing links related to what you're doing in your business rather than just randoms. Yes. Okay, so if I, for me, I suppose cleaning and recommending the right cleaning products and things would be more ideal. Uh, I suppose in what to use and help people who can clean it want to clean themselves or don't have the just one little right. hints and tips got you that's a good good tip so let, let's go into um let's go into a bit more about you uh, tell us what obviously during this time you're kind of there's limited what you can do but it sounds like you're kind of constantly learning you're never stopping yes. um which is a good thing uh if you've got that kind of sort of flow and you just constantly just naturally learn uh it means what is what do you doing during this time, what are you, what are you focusing on? And then once this kind of, well, whenever COVID nineteen kind of comes to an end, what's your forecast? You whether we whatever part of twenty twenty sure. we get left with, and what are you kind of forecasting for yourself to do? What do you want to aim for? Because obviously you said that you're constantly raising the bar with yourself. Mm-hmm. And what what kind of goals have you still got set that you want to try and achieve if you get that opportunity this year? And going forward for 2021. Sure, sure. Well, right now, uh, what I'm focusing on is is teaching. And I also want to tell you a story about the importance of branding yourself on social media. Now, yes, I am a project manager, but Mm -hmm. I'm very big on video. And for those who don't know, this is also being live streamed on Periscope. Well, Periscope just turned five years old in March of 2020 this year. And I got on it about, I think, July or August of 2015. It matters because video is the highest converting medium and people may may dislike their voice, dislike how they appear. There's ways that you can like either do a black screen in the beginning or a white screen. You don't really have to show your face as much, but, um, or you can just show like the screen, like if you want to do a webinar or something. But the reason why I'm bringing up video is because video and putting it for in, in my situation, putting it on LinkedIn really helped me land my most recent opportunity because of the coronavirus. There were some a lot of the classes were canceled, but because I consistently put myself in branding and teaching through video marketing and video learning. 
I was able to obtain another teaching opportunity. So um, for people who feel that, and rightfully so, that there's um, not a lot of opportunity out there, that's why I also impressed for this podcast, the importance of video marketing, the importance of social media marketing. And that's what I focus on because even though you're a professional, say I'm a certified project management professional, you still have to go out there and brand yourself and position yourself as an expert. And video right now is the quickest way of doing it. And I would say that if I wasn't on Periscope with my own projectized show, um, if I wasn't doing standalone video and uploading it to the different channels that are on my website, then I wouldn't have been able to be in the current situation where I am, where I'm still employable. I'm still landing contracts in the middle of a crisis situation. So that's something I do want to impart on people who watch or listen to this episode because I want them to understand that there's a lot of tools out there. Um, Don't be afraid of video. Just get out there and start doing it because um, in the beginning, it can be you won't have as many people. I'm also going to let you know that you get more viewers on your replays than your lives most of the time. So if you only see one to five people or 10 people, don't fear because most people are watching the replay. So as I mentioned, my show on Projectize, which airs Mondays through Fridays, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, it's on Instagram. So it's only on Instagram Live for 24 hours, but it's also on YouTube Live. It's also on, um, it's also on Periscope. And I've noticed that with the replays, more people watch them. And the more you put out video content of your own, the more you start positioning yourself as the expert and the more uh, people will reshare and comment. I've gotten all of my contracts um, from not just LinkedIn, but other social media because they said they watched my video. So that's something I do want to impress upon people who are listening to this right now. So What I see currently happening, like if we do get out of it, like the first phase is uh, hopefully um, people will continue to practice social distancing. I do hope that people will get um, the support that they need, not just with jobs, but also training and learning new skills um, uh, to come so that they could be in a better position to shift and to pivot because I feel that um, like uh, some experts feel, this is like the first wave. So once we start going back out and phasing ourselves to go back out, we're going to be amongst each other again and it may come back. But I do feel that if it does, we'll be in a better position because the majority of people will, um, one, learn from this experience and been able to have the skill set necessary and the finances necessary to weather the storm. Where do I see myself in and and right by the end? What do I want to do? I do want to receive my associate and um, not my not my associate, my Amazon Web Services uh, certifications because, as I mentioned, I was going through cloud computing. I want to finalize that because I've worked in a uh, I worked in the help desk. I've done cloud computing before, and for me, what I've always said was certifications help enhance or accent what you already know. So I've already had the experience in cloud computing by working in a, you know, help desk environment and working on the cloud. This will kind of like solidify it and help me in that. And then finally for 2021, 
what I see um, happening is uh, more things uh, being hybrid, like a combination of in-person online. Um, I have mentioned these different cert- certifications. So, you know, Project Management Institute, which administers the PMP, they were due to coronavirus, they were forced to have that exam online. Amazon Web Services now has all of its exams online. CompTIA, which does net computer networking and security, cybersecurity, has all of its stuff online. And then Cisco also has all of its stuff online. So I see in 2021 more um, hybrid or online, offline, because this taught, taught people the importance of being agile. Wow. I have to say, <laughs> 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 they covered a lot of stuff to say. Yes. You want to cover a lot of stuff, which is great. So, where can people connect with you if they want to? Uh, I think I'm, I'm crumbs. I think uh, I'd have to almost go back and listen to this again, sure. just to once I edit it, I'll be able to listen to it. You talk so much stuff, but I suppose the main thing is where can people connect with you to find sure. out all the products and services you sure do basically. Oh, CarlaRJenkins.com. My store is on the site. Just click the store tab. If you want to work with me, uh, you can go to the work tab, work with me tab. I have my contact me as well as my um, strategy session. So I have several of them. I have a project management strategy session, productivity, time management. I have a half a VIP day of one VIP day, social media. I do have IGTV as well as branding in a preliminary call that you can get in touch with me for. So I see myself also expanding what I currently do and um, I'm open to um, partnerships, but I do see myself um, adding to it by developing more of the idols. So right now I'm mainly doing project management professional, but I will be opening up to doing more idol and partnering just to build my brand and build what I'm doing to help more people. So I'm this, this year I'm also going to be doing more in scaling too. Right. So, Oh, I'm, uh, I'm trying. I'm trying. Anything? Well, if there's anything else you want to say, I'm kind of like stuck because I think you just, um, <laughs> I, I think I've just, I think I've just going to bury my head under a pillow with <laughs> all the information you, you've thrown at me. I'm thinking, oh my word! No, no, no. That's 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 fine. That's um, that's fine because I just because I just wanted to use this episode just to, um, like just to just to take like what's currently happening and apply it and then cover like the project management part. But also that's something like when I brought up the workforce development, I wanted to bring that up because oftentimes a lot of people to demystify the process that a lot of times people feel that workforce development is, is, the purview of, of blue collar people. So you go to get your CDL license for trucking, you go there for welding, you go there for plumbing. And what I'm showcasing is that, the workforce development, they also have things for white collar professionals. You know, I, I just said in the beginning, I have two degrees. I have a bachelor's in international economics, a master's in administration. I use workforce development for my IT, IL certification. I'm currently using it for Amazon Web Services. Those are not blue collar professions, but given the, the situation in the current times we're in, I wanted people to know about that so that when they come across it, then they won't feel that, oh, that's not for me because I don't want to be a plumber. I don't want to do this. I said, well, workforce development is bigger than that. Also, I do feel right now they're prioritizing a lot of technology because that's something that they really, truly need. Do you think, um, do you think there's going to be a lot of people uh, doing... Um, 
mainly online stuff going forward because we, we seem to be working from home a lot at the moment but we've probably got used to that now and I think when going back into the office might be a, kind of feel a bit foreign uh, after all this we might get too comfortable at home and realise that there might be a lot of off, empty office buildings going forward um, because of the cost factor they might come looking to saving money uh-huh. because they don't need to use the office anymore people can perfectly work work perfectly well from home you know do you find that thing that will happen more i think that that would happen on a smaller scale what i see happening is something different i see the the office being like having an office now is if you have a, a certain grade or rank to justify having the office so i do see that um people would keep buildings because one of the complaints about online especially right now, is that parents, they they have to be parents and they have to be teachers because here in the United States, a lot of school districts shut down. So they're not just employees. Now they have to be teachers and make sure that their kids do their homeschooling assignments. So I think some people being back in the office is a separation between the two, even though I'm here in, in Ohio, the schools are closed. Once they start reopening the offices, it will at least be separate work will be separate from education. But what I see is I, I mean, I've been in um, was that co-working spaces. So I, I will see the rise of co-working spaces when I was in D.C., you know, they had um, Cove, which is C-O-V-E dot I-S, Cove. Then they also had Rework. They had other places. So I do see a co-working model happening and more um, uh, some flexibility with online. But people have to remember that even with a telework agreement, an office job, unless it specifically says 100 percent remote, is going to require you being in an office. So a lot of people may get acclimated to being at home, but your contract, your paperwork, what you came in on is saying that it's an office job. Even when you upgrade it and you get the right to telework from home, that still, that enhances your agreement. It doesn't supersede the original agreement, which you got the job on. So, I mean, that's a little bit HR, which is part of project management, but you have to understand that unless it specifically says 100% remote, it is an office job and you probably will have to go back in the office. But there'll probably be increased, you know, flexibility. But I do see that if if there was a, a course correction in real estate on how you use office space, I do think that um, the office space would still go to like the the people, the senior rank or the highest level people. Because I had... Um, When I was working um, for the government, I was a certain rank where you got projects and you got a government travel card. And if you were below that rank, you didn't have that. So I do see some of that coming in. Do you ever get um, uh, like contracts from like people, customers calling you from like abroad in the UK or different parts of the world? Using your training, did you get that quite a lot, or is it mainly yes. America? Yes, yes, I believe my my most recent contract that I had um, this this month was from I believe India. So I'm I'm global. Yes, I'm global because it's online project management and online idol. I'm I'm global, so I, I have no problem, you know, interacting or or servicing contracts that are outside the United States. 
Have you got any plans to maybe jump on a plane and fly to UK and maybe try and uh, do some seminars or speaking in a different country instead of just doing online? Sure. Um, I've taught um, project management professional in person. And I, um, one of, when, um, when I was partnering with a, a former company, I actually did a um, idle in-person corporate training. Cool. Well, maybe there's uh, hopefully through this uh, podcast interview, uh, you might be able to attract some business going forward in different sure. countries in the UK, Scotland. You might be uh, sorting out your passport and making sure you're, uh, you're doing a bit of a touring instead of actually being at home, uh, yes. which could be a good a good adventure for you, you know. So uh, yeah. uh, a nice new sort of string to your bow, as they say, for Carla yeah. Jenkins on tour. So it could be a good thing. But uh, well, I think we've kind of covered we covered a lot. Um, I've kind of like comes like <laughs> you blow my mind completely because it's uh, a lot to learn, and you are you just constantly it seems like you're just constantly learning, which is a good thing. You have that ability. You sound like, it reminds me of my niece actually, who's in Germany with her husband. Uh, she's just constantly studying at university. I think she's studying to be some master's teacher in history and, and all these track what she's kind of doing because she's constantly studying. Um, but uh, you can, anything else you want to close off and say uh, at all about you or anything? Well, sure. Yes. Just just remember that if you are interested in working with me, you can get in touch with me on my website, Carl R. Jenkins. It has a contact page so you can do the form. Also, uh, you can also, if you want to work with me, click on the work with me tab. Um, check out my online store. And remember, I do my projectile show Mondays through Fridays, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Periscope, YouTube Live and Instagram Live. And but just thanks for the opportunity, Frazier. And I hope that all of the information that I provided and presented would be very valuable for your audience. Well, everyone who's been everyone who's been listening, want to thank you for listening to our podcast. I'm doing. I had my previous podcast was with uh, James Gilchrist, all the way from New York. Um, I'm going to be inter- interviewing a couple of other people next, which is James, not James. <laughs> James, just losing the plot. I think lockdown is kind of frying my brain. But uh, Darren King and Sarah Taylor, who I've interviewed before uh, in the last uh, couple of years ago, actually a year ago, wasn't it? A couple of years ago. Uh, One is from England and one is Australian, but they both live in Australia. One is a a 21 time now bodybuilding champion, uh, female, and Darren is Darren King, King of Fitness and Mindset. So I'll be getting a wee update from them over the last uh, year to, and they're doing a double sort of whammy. So I wish it be good fun, but uh, I'm looking forward to that. But as I say, thank you to Carla for being on the show. Thank you to everyone who watches or listens to the replay and also on the audio. And as I listening to art, upcoming artists, uh, uh, Randy and Aquila. So as I say, we look forward to chatting again to everybody out there in the podcast world. And thank you again and to Carla. And I hope you have a good rest of your week. Uh, whatever you've got planned. Uh, so, and uh, yeah, just say, I'll let you say goodbye. Bye. Thanks for the opportunity. Okay. Take it easy, everybody. Until next time. Bye for now.